Party. Dragon Party. Oh, yeah. I'm going to change the song every time for you. Here we are back at the Dragon Party. I'm your host, Brett Brandis, for this frolic. And <laughs> joining me, as always, it's my co host. His name is Eric. Eric, go ahead and tell him your name. I'm uh, Eric, and I'm always up for a good frolic. Yeah, I mean, frolic. I was a decent one. I haven't I haven't really got coming to my own yet with those. Uh, yeah. synonyms for partying so uh frolic I, is though that's a good frolic one. yeah you can't i feel like you can never use frolic in like well like oh the party was fine like i had it okay you can't be like oh it was you know i frolic but you know i frolic <laughs> you can't say it disappointedly yeah you can't do that you're like you know you i said frolicked. you frolic right? <laughs> what you frolic you got to frolic you got to frolic uh, we got a decent episode set up for you today uh they uh just came out with uh they're they're doing these awesome like streams nowadays i don't know if you've got a chance to like see it at all but i, I actually did watch the uh the last one for uh kamigawa and i yeah and i just watched the one today uh for streets of new Capenna. they they do it really nice they like dress up in fancy things and basically they just go over cool cards like it, you know it, yeah. it's dressed up the way it is but it's it's really fun to watch that they, they do a whole production about it so we're going to go over kind of everything they spoiled today in relation to mostly Commander. We're going to ignore kind of the, the story tropes and all the stuff that they are going through, but we are, we're going to focus on what it means for Commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they released another secret layer, of course. So we're going to just uh, get through all of that. There's a, there's a whole bunch of them. They are going to go up for sale in another three days from now, uh, which is the 7th. So I guess they go on sale probably after the weekend's up. On the tenth, yep. and I don't see here how long they'll it'll be open for. I assume it says April super drop. My presumption is that it'll be it'll last probably through the end of April. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I imagine it's either going to be like a full month, so maybe go. It's a little probably bit three weeks. May. It's probably three weeks. Yeah. They, they kind of do this thing where it's not a full month. Oh, they can't let that be a full. Can't month. let that. Way no, why too would we long. do that? Three weeks. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay uh they, like we've mentioned a million times they, they just choose whatever they want to choose now for, for yeah and it's always different somehow we are still not settled on like oh no they're always three weeks long no right yeah. <laughs> uh so we actually don't even know uh before we get to that uh back at the party what you gonna be drinking here today look um when you are a, a mob demon boss in a magical city of Capenna. I like you, where this is going. You really can only have <laughs> like the hardest, most hardcore drinks, which is why I'm drinking Mango Fresca. Mango Fresca. <laughs> the beer from Four oh, Quarters yeah. in Dallas. That sounds like you frolicked. Oh, <laughs> that's a fro- that's a frolicking beer. <laughs> Whoa, you beer built to frolic. <laughs> Well, here's how I did this week. Uh, of course, we're going to the streets of New Capenna. So why not? One of them could be called Dock Street. Dock Street. <laughs> it, it's nice because that sounds like it's just like a random street in the middle of the city. But like, hey, what, hey, what, what street New is Capenna the dock can at? have a Dock Street. Dock all right? street New Capenna yeah. can have a Dock Street. I that assume. Sound, it sounds like something that I would call 
uh, the street that you guys asked me in our D and D campaign, and I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. I Dock have a name. They're like, what street does he live on? Like, uh, Dock Street. <laughs> Where is it? That's, By the docks. <laughs> that is really funny. I was looking up on the can, and I was like, oh, I'm sure you know this brewery's on Dock Street, which is why it's named. Nope, it's on Washington Ave. So, <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. That tracks. <laughs> but, but it's a Philadelphia yeah. home brew here. Uh, called Dock Street. So perfect uh, for the streets of New Campania. I'm on Dock Street. We'll find out where Eric is. <laughs> He's somewhere. I'm just, I'm frolicking, man. Keep yeah, you're so frolicking. frolicking. On, you can frolic on over to Dock Street. We're having a good time. We're having a All good, right. uh, this is All a right. golden IPA. It's very good. I like this version of IPA. It's not too uh, hoppy. It's not too bitter. It's uh, It's got more of that lagery IPA finish, mm-hmm. which I like. Uh, we have one more housekeeping thing in the world of magic, it's pretty exciting. Now, it doesn't have anything to do with Commander. Uh, but for the last two to three years, uh, magic's been, like, kind of dead. Yeah, Maybe competitive a little bit. play. Yeah, competitive yeah. play's been dead. There is, there has been, uh, and there's, like, if you go to stores and you're like, oh, I, you know, go to drafts and you're like, my WPN, the stores are like, there, that doesn't exist. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, really disappointing. You're like, wow, it kind of feels like... I'm playing for nothing. Uh, well, the Pro Tour's back. Uh, they announced it. Pro Tour's back. So, possibly, and I know they're having one, like, you know, they are, they're always in major cities and stuff. I think it'd be really fun if they had one in Dallas. I'll, like, actually you know, come actually, down and play one in Dallas. It'd be so I fun. think they do have a regional championships in Dallas. In which Dallas, I think. I think they, they'll, they'll allow, I'm assuming with these big festivals, it's not just going to be just competitive play like oh sure no yeah they have tons of events yeah no they're just fun that's what i mean they're finally getting back to like holding events and what that means is like at these giant gatherings there's tons of stuff to do they they also announced that they're going to start supporting uh command fests which is a separate thing obviously so commander is a format right where it's impossible to play competitive there's there's no there's too much at stake. Like you can't play a multiplayer format in Magic competitively because it, it there's just so much corruption that can happen. Yeah, exactly. Like it, talking about right. next session with metagaming, it's like what what happens when right. you're like you're you're playing in the semifinal pod, but you get matched up with your friend. It's just like, well, <laughs> I'm just gonna make him win. If you can, if you can go like, hey, we're we're both like the top two of each pod or something, make it in or something. And it's just gonna be like, all right, well, one of us is gonna win, or both of us are gonna move on. Yeah, it's 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 just <laughs> it's impossible. Just... Even though we have like a CEDH scene, right? CEDH means something different. It's just like high powered decks. Yeah, it has yeah. nothing to do with how competitive it is. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but that's exciting. Uh, I mean. I've definitely wanted to be get into Pioneer really bad and and modern, maybe a little less modern actually now looking at it considering I, I think Pioneer actually looks more fun and doesn't require as much investment. Right, yeah. You just, <laughs> you just basically Yeah, you don't you just get back like four hundred dollars worth of lands by playing Pioneer. Basically, yeah, it's 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 a little more than half price compared to modern and I think looks like a kind of more competitive landscape where you don't even have to play the meta decks and you probably have a good shot. I feel like in modern, you, there's like, there's, there's a lot of decks. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, you have to play those 20 decks. You can't not play one of those 20 decks. Right. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> if, if you're playing just like local comp, like modern Monday or whatever, uh, you could probably win with like, you know, Merfolk and stuff. But yeah. if you want to actually like win in a, 
<laughs> competitive tournament scene, you're like, eh, probably not. Which that's all that this this Pro Tour is going to have room for. You're just going to be playing against the best of the best decks. But they did announce, so it is Pioneer is is one third, and then Modern is the other two thirds of the uh, competitive Pro Tour thing or whatever. I, I don't, we don't are going to go into it at all, really. But it's, it's just a little... it's a good. What it means to me is that Magic's going to get more popular. That that's all it means <laughs> yeah yeah th- th- this is kind of a nostalgia trip for us because we when we were like getting really really into magic that's when like the pro tours were like the big thing and then they were yeah do you remember the one in day. philadelphia that came to us yeah, when we were in college? yeah and we went. we went i mean we didn't play in an event or anything but we went and uh, i remember just like buying and selling a crap ton of cards yep. which was really funny too thinking back i probably had the greatest like profit exchange from that Thing because we were the only people playing commander at the time <laughs> so like i <laughs> yeah, was buying was up all these commander cards yeah. at the time and selling all these competitive cards that like i didn't give a crap about so yeah. I, I remember like selling snapcaster mages which is a decent card in commander but like way better in the competitive seed right and like i bought like three copies of consecrated sphinx and now like consecrated sphinx worth way more <laughs> and i like yeah, like th- this was so. This was around Avacyn restored or something like that. Because, yeah, probably around there. Yeah, like you could pick up like the Avacyn Angel of Hope for like like a couple bucks, like <laughs> yeah. three or four. Not a card that was played in, in competitive. Yeah, it's just like why would anyone? It's like it's not a reanimation target because Grizzlebrand just came out too. Uh, yep. <laughs> so it's just like why would anyone do that? Now it's you know it's it's oh, pretty, man. always That's just funny. That wouldn't stand anymore. Now, com- com- commander cards are actually probably worth the most at the pods yeah, around, the secret's around out. town. Yeah, the secret yeah. is out. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, the secret layer. We're going to go over the secret layer first, and then we'll go over the exciting new cards that we're going to talk about. Kind of the layout for that is going to be, they ended up releasing five of the houses, is how Capanna works, and they kind of have a leader for each of the five houses, and then they actually have commander products for this set. And each of the five houses are represented in the commander products as well. So we have now all the face commanders out of the houses. So we're going to go over all ten of them. Yeah, and they're uh, they are three colors, three colors, and they're like all three colors. Themes. Yeah, yeah. Which what are they? Uh, is this the shards? I forget what the uh, uh, shards, shards and wedges are because the, this was back three. from like the shards of Alara, right? Right. Era. Yeah, those shards are back and represented. Most exciting thing uh, I'll just mention now, I guess, is that the Triumphs, which we, I think, all expected to be yep. printed. The They are completing the Triumph cycle, which means they have lands that have all three of the land types. They enter tapped, but they actually have all three of the basic land types, and then you could pay three mana and cycle it. Uh, so they're, they're very excellent lands. You're probably going to yep. want uh, probably all of them. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're bordering on, like, just strictly staples if you yeah, have three you, color you kind of more. just want want all of them uh and especially buy them when the set comes out because they're going to be worth two dollars and then have as we've seen with icoria ones they'll go ramp quickly ramp up to ten dollars and at that yep. point it's painful to have to buy them these, these get the shock <laughs> land treatment where even if you're in a draft yeah. you're just like eh, i might pick one up. <laughs> i might yeah, choose oh, this one yeah, as my yeah. rare just grab it just uh it. and it's like it's, all right it's a good card to have around it, it, it's funny it's like it's one of those lands that could be used as currency later on it's like yep. it's it's never a dead thing. It's like, well, I could trade this away for money later. And yeah, exactly. You're looking oh. through somebody's binder. They have a couple of triumphs. You're like, all right. Yeah, I'll just take them for now. Yeah, like I can't find anything I like from you, but here's a triumph in there, so I'll I'll, I'll take that. Right. Uh, all right. Let's go over 
the secret layer. It's called. It's just called. It's not an interesting name. The April Super Drop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I saw the April Super Drop like splash art, and it's like like two squid arms, and I was like, oh, this should be interesting, and then yeah, it has nothing to do with. It's gonna have a cool name, and it's like, oh, no, no, it's nothing. just like uh, <laughs> it's nothing to it do has with nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Yeah, I was it's just got, like, like oh, this okay. pastel background, like chalky. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Uh, so common, like they do with most sets now, is they have uh, a secret layer that coincides with the uh, art style that you're going to get from the set. They've had this for almost like I think every set. So it's like every time a set comes out, I think you could also guarantee a secret layer is going to come out at the same time. So there is the Streets of Dukapena Gilded Foil. So you can only get this specific one in foil, which I know I don't like personally. Yeah, that, that it, it's kind of weird how that changed from just being like yeah. strictly upside to now it's basically like yeah, you just don't like, know. Mm, you just don't know. Like yeah, it could depend on where the actual print was done, <laughs> yeah. what environment you live in. And I think this one was smart from them, but I'm not excited to see it. It's three of the most popular commanders. Literally, <laughs> what you're getting. Ever. Yeah, yeah, literally ever. You're getting Atraxa, Brea, and Yidris. Three of the most popular four-color commanders of all time. I hate all of these cards. I never want to see them. This, to me, just means I'm going to see them more often. I'm just, like, really angry to see this layer drop. I hate this thing. Yeah, so just just for, um, like, so this, uh, how, how much is this one? This one's 40, 50 bucks. 50 this bucks? is $50, which, I mean, totally worth its value. Because Atraxa alone be like is, like, 40 card. Yeah, right. uh, Brea, I'm sure is like a twenty dollar card. Yidris is probably a ten dollar card. So you're getting like seventy, eighty dollars worth of cards in a foil, gilded, gold, gorgeous and, thing. And the like, Atraxa specifically looks yeah, it's like insane. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah it's this the is... most beautiful thing you've ever seen. I'm just mad because more people are gonna play it now. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> want to see these cards, Eric. Can't I just go with one pod and not see any of these commanders? No. Because I know, I know I can't. I know I can't. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, this is so painful. Uh, but there it is. It's definitely the uh, highest price bang for your buck one of all of these. I think I... Yeah. No, maybe not. There's some good cards in here, but there's... God, the rest are so random. So let's move through. The <laughs> yeah. next one... Yeah, uh, this one makes sense. And I actually like this one. I, I wish it was different lands. This is the special guest, Matt Jukes. And they took five of the... Uh, I, do they call them check lands? I want to call them check lands. Yeah. It's like dual lands, lands that check if you have one of the two basic lands. So, yeah. for instance, uh, Rootbound Crag taps for a forest and a mountain, and it just checks to see if you have a basic forest or a basic mountain in play. If you do, it comes in untapped. Super great lands. They're excellent for commander. They're excellent for everything. Yeah. They're super awesome lands. I actually love this whole cycle so much. Um, I don't know... I wish it was all 10, of course, but it's not. I mean, it's probably too good for that. This one's got the 30 price tag for the regulars, 40 for the for the non. Now, I actually own all these lands, so I'm not going to buy this one. But I did, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I wouldn't mind someone buying these because, like, they're good lands. But they're yeah. not worth as much as shock lands. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that, like, I, I don't. so I'm not sure what the prices are in these. But they're enough where you're just like, ah, yeah, you're just going to. And they're good to have. Like, I feel like they're probably around 250 you know. Yeah, like for, you're paying six each bucks one. each for the $30 non-foil ones, but like, you're gonna use them. 
So, like, Rootbound Crag, I just looked up, which is printed, we should say, Rootbound Crag is, has been printed, like, eight times. times. Like, an insane amount of times. It's still a $4 card. Yeah, and, like, these special ones, because these lands, they don't really come up too much, and I don't know if they've been printed since Wizards has done this, like, set showcase art thing. So, I wouldn't be surprised. The recent one is Ixalan, which wasn't Ixalan, yeah. too long ago, but that's still a couple years ago. That's still a couple years ago. I, I could I could easily see each of these, the special variants of them, you know, going for like eight, bu- eight plus dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going to... If you need these lands, get this, get a drop Just like get this. it, yeah. They're, yeah, I bought the Shocklands really ones, and I do not regret a single second of it. I bought the, the bundle bundle of all the Shocklands, mm-hmm. and I think I averaged it out. It was like I bought each Shockland for under $8. It was like yeah. $7.50 for one of every shock, a couple versions of each Shockland. It was like an insane purchase. So uh, The next one's the Artist Series. Uh, which one? Uh, the Magali. Super random again. Death Shadow, a most gorgeous version of Death Shadow I've ever seen. That's like a ten dollar card. Mother of Runes. That's probably about five ten dollar card. An Elvish Mystic (laughs) and a Forest. (laughs) Like what? The I love this art on all the four on the forest or just all of them. All the art is incredible. It's so so detailed. It's it's got amazing colors. Yeah. Oh. You know what I would want is like sleeves of these arts. Yes, yeah. Like if I could exactly. get sl- uh, like the forest art in sleeves for my Ugh. decks, I think that would be like insane. Or the Death Shadow is so cool. Yeah, art wise, it's a slam dunk. Otherwise, though, like it's so random. Like I, I don't know if that I would need like one of yeah. each. Of these. I don't know who's the, buying these. I these are yeah. The these art. are just the uh, these are just like one mana cards, one mana creatures that are good. Um, and value yeah. wise, you're like losing money here. So like again, it's like mm. these are all playable cards in modern. All playable, but yeah, up through all well, other runes you can't. It's legacy only. Oh yeah, you're right. I was thinking of the giver, giver or runes, the other one. But I, I mean, that. these are playable cards. So if you want like one or two of them, and then you can trade the other, like you'll find trade partners for all of them. Uh, but yeah, if you like the art, get it. If you don't, you're not missing out. Next one, uh, the artist series Sidharth Chat Day, and again, most random collection I've ever seen. Now it starts with a banger, Concordant Crossroads, which has never seen a reprint. It's only yeah. been printed once. I'm sure this thing was worth like a hundred dollars. Uh, and it's also low key has a, the return of the world super type for enchantment. Are you ready for this? It was worth the original version is worth two hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a concordant, a chronicles version that's worth even fifty dollars for this card. So yeah, if you so... couldn't get this card for under fifty dollars, they're gonna give you it for thirty dollars with new cool art. Yeah, one Which... mana, one green mana, world enchantment. All creatures have haste. Super good card. It's really, really good. Lots of people are just going to buy it just to buy a $30 Concordia Crossroads. I, literally, because the rest of what you're getting, a Nomad Outpost. Right. You know that Why? dollar land? <laughs> Why? Uh, an island with a boat on it. You can get this for your you boat. You can get there. an island with a boat <laughs> on it. That is true. But you know what's kind of funny is like all these other art, I'm, I mean, you know, I can't draw to save my life. So me say, 
critiquing anyone's art is kind of laughable. But like, doesn't this seem just like a normal? That's commission? a regular island. Yeah, That's a regular island. That's a regular nomad outpost art. Ghost all quarter just like is like a regular ghost quarter art stuff. Usually with these art series, Honestly, ones, it feels I like they should. Would rather proxy a concordant crossroads if I was that desperate to play one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Some people don't like that it's proxy stuff, but like usually with these art series, they're like really leaning to your art style. We're choosing you because people love your art style. Really lean into it, like like the other ones. Yeah, it was just like if I see those, beautiful. I'm like, yes, this is these are all part of the same art series. But it's just like if yeah, this one's like, is this just regular magic? Yeah, <laughs> doesn't seem as like unique to this person. I don't know. Maybe this maybe this art style and he's just so prolific. I just understand uh or i look at his art and just be like this is prototypical magic art <laughs> doesn't doesn't make any jump off the page the next one's got a bit of a theme to him artist series wayne reynolds uh he got dwarves because <laughs> they printed four dwarves this is actually mm-hmm. at least this one's cohesive right like, yeah at least just this dwarf. one makes sense uh so you got torbran sram balthor the defiled which is a, a mono black dwarf guy he's kind of cool and Dapala, mm-hmm. uh, the pilot exemplar. I mean, these they're all decent. Yeah, there are, I've seen commanders built around all of these. All of them, yeah, for sure. So that's a cool drop. It's just, it'd be odd that you're like, you see this though, and you're like, I need all of those dwarves. Like, wow. That is true. That is like very true. You're like, I'm building a Saram deck. And you're like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need that one. I, yeah, the, the more and more I see these secret layers, I'm like, what were they going for? I don't understand what's happening. Uh, this next one, finally, left-handed magic cards. Yeah, they literally flipped where the mana uh, of like its cost was and its name, so that all of and its creature type is now on the right side of the card. So that if you fan out your cards, if you imagine you're a lefty, you would fan them out the opposite way, and so now you can see the mana costs on the left-hand side. Do you do you find it weird? That one, these kind of hurt my brains a little bit <laughs> because yes, I'm just so used to looking brain. at the same thing. Like just when I value planeswalker in there, and all the planeswalker things are flipped are too. on the wrong side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it all shouldn't all the type also be uh, right faced because, like you know, they are. Well, no, like in the or the cards. Oh, you just want you right. want to like, flip them? No, 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 no. It's it's I say right meaning like they're still like. They still agree. I mean, the uh, I, I I don't know what the actual term is, but like you can uh, when you hit enter, it goes like if you start typing from the other side of the sheet. Right. I think that they uh, they are they are that way. It maybe doesn't seem like it because all the names are so freaking long. Oh, no, <laughs> it no, takes no. Up okay. the whole box. Look at look at our uh, look at our outline. The alignment. That's what I mean. Like I want to change it to this. If you look at the outline. Yeah, the, if you look at the secret layer, they are like that. It's oh, except for the text boxes themselves. The, the actual, the actual like yeah, the text boxes are the uh, part about it. The creature types are. Yes, if, you, if cre- you look at the creature type alignment, it is yeah, from that side. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's true. It should look I, like that. On, uh, I mean, some of the text boxes are still so long; it almost would. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it. yeah. It, it, so, so the cards they chose were Empress Galena. Pretty cool reprint here, uh, Merfolk Noble. You can use her as a commander. She's two mana. Ta- well, she's five mana for a one three Merfolk Noble. Two blue mana and tapper. 
and you get to steal any legendary permanent, which is pretty sick. That's pretty good. It's command. really good. Because guess what? The whole reason yeah, of commander everyone's, everyone's got those. Uh, group color of beasts, decent planeswalker, I guess. Rogar, son of Rogar. No idea why they chose. I mean, I guess these things were classically lefty. I guess maybe is the point. I don't know. Uh, Giraffe's Messenger, which is super random, but I like seeing that one in there. That one got up to like forty dollars at one point, which is probably why they decided they probably when they decided to like reprint this, he since like plummeted to ten. Right. Uh, and then Sisse Weatherlight Captain. So a lot of very commandery. Uh, yeah. They they here. they know who who to go after. Yeah, this is a very commandery drop. Um. Also this gives you the most wild. cards so far. Like they, they're like capping this at like five. It's like they're never going to give you more than five cards. Yeah, they they, they figured that out, but they didn't right. figure out any other cohesion. Uh, but yeah, these things hurt my brain. I might buy it just because it's, I just love just weird. They're unique. Stuff. That's for certain. Yeah, they're I, they're never going to like do this again. So like, there's something to be said for that. But that's uh, pretty unique. Mm-hmm. And lastly, this drops hilarious. It's just some totally normal guys. And it, the art is fantastically hilarious. It's all 2D uh, comic strip looking. Uh, some exciting ones in here. Goblin Settler, which has only ever been printed in the 1999 starter pack. So you've probably <laughs> never seen it. It was a $50 card. It's just a four mana 1-1 one, one goblin that ETBs destroys a land. Yeah, it's like not good, but not it's, that it's, great. It's but awesome. like, yeah, it was worth fifty dollars, and like something that people should play more often. Like land destruction, it's like especially like those one-off land destructions to get rid of someone's major. Some good lands out there, field of the deads and stuff like that. Super good card to include in your deck. Uh, here you can get it here. Uh, Avoid Winnower, classic eleven nine for nine mana that prevents everyone from playing even spells. Collector Oof. And Avenge Vine. So some sweet ones in there. So yeah, like Collector two Oof. Modern Relevant ones. Modern Relevant, yeah. Avenge Vine decks always just kind of pop up every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty sweet drop there. This is the one that I was uh, looking into for myself that I might might pick up. Just kind of worth it to have some of these cards around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it for, for Secret Layers. How do, you, how do you feel about this, this super drop? Yeah, it seems the three artist series in a row like at the same time seems odd because it seems like they've done this a lot right they've done three artist series a lot they like doing that yeah the uh i think those ones could have been a little more cohesive but like you're gonna there's fine ones with good value if you just like like dwarves pick up the dwarf one it it seems like they do the same thing with these artist series as i've realized they well with one of them the wayne reynolds one they actually gave him a theme that one makes a lot of sense the other two which is what they do for like all the rest of the artist series they say we're gonna print one good card and then three totally crap cards, but you're gonna get cool art. It's like what they've been doing. Yeah, except I for if the they... Megali one, like it kind of failed because the Death Shadow is the most pricey card in there, and it's only worth like ten bucks. But if you go to the other one, it was worth fifty dollars for this right. one card, and then it's three crap cards. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we heard that like. Wizards say, "Hey, we want to do an artist series. What? Li- give us a list of your favorite cards, and we'll prove four of them, or prove three of them, and you do a land, <laughs> and we'll give you a land to do." Yeah, yeah. So random. I don't know. So, I I hope they do more of the rare it rare land cycles, like they yeah. did with the other uh, artist guy. Well, special guest. They called him a special guest. I don't know who he is. Uh, Matt Jukes, but 
if they do more of those rare land cycles, I am interested in buying any rare. They they've only done it once. They've done it with the shock lands. Uh, actually, sorry. They also did it with the showcase of. It was a bad cycle though. It was the Innistrad ones. It was the ones that like have an ability. They tap and do like a random oh, little yeah. ditzy thing for like more mana than the ability's worth. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think yeah, it was Innistrad because it was like Midnight Hunt, and they did the black and white treatment on hmm. uh, the rare land cycle from that. They, they all tapped yeah. on colorless. But. I was. I was. I was kind of thinking that maybe they do the if they ever did the triomes that'd be that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh man, all the triomes. Yeah, but even if they split them up, which they probably right, they would only they would give you five the and five. Ones but yeah, I would buy both. Heck yeah. yeah, I would buy both. That'd be sweet. Uh, yeah. So I, I just hope they they have more of that in the future. Otherwise, I've been I've been ignoring these super drops for the most part. Uh, maybe they, I picked up the totally normal guys because I, I like all the cards there. I don't really they, need them. They've been doing a really good job about like. But you can't totally ignore them because there'll be stuff they'd be like, oh, but I do like that one. Yeah. So you yeah. always kind of check it in. And then. Well, and there's times, right, easy. where there is that. I mean, if Concord and Crossroads was one of those $50 cards and I was like, oh, man, I needed that card. Right. Exactly. Then I would have picked this, this super drop up and I would have put the island in a deck and I would put the ghost quarter in a deck. And mm-hmm. yeah. And the Nomad Outpost would have sat. I would have thrown it away. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know the, I don't know what that card's doing in there. That one upsets me the most. Yeah, and it's not even like, I don't know, it's not even super unique art. Like, if someone played this, I wouldn't be like, oh, is that a showcase? Oh, is that or the is, secret, is that layer? secret layer? Right, right. It looks, like Eric was saying before, I like, that one looks so regular, normal, magic art, art style. Yeah. You would have never known. It's so true. Like, like the forest. From At least the if I play, deck. if uh, I play one of the uh, uh, just some totally normal guys cards, you're not like you're like hmm. moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you you must have opened that. Like right, that you yeah. had to have done in a secret layer. I can't wait for these cards to start seeing play in like these pro tour tournaments too. Like imagine I play that Vengevine in the, in the pro tour scene. You know, it. You bring up a what good point. Because this started like during the the dark days of competitive right. magic. Yeah, this is all Basically online only stuff, yeah. and it never mattered. They were just trying to sell more paper cards, but now, yeah, and like, like modern is an arena. My goofy ass Vengevine and slamming it down in the modern broadsword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, we can move on. To also, everyone's by the way, that, another thing to keep an eye on. If at world someone buys a deck with like the that Vengevine in it, guarantee that Vengevine suddenly jumps up in price because people will want to buy. Just yeah, the goofy Vengevine. Just I know. the goofy Vengevine. Listen, yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm already kind of have my heart set. It. I'm going to pick up at least one copy of that Vengevine. I, I kind of like the idea now getting into it. Like Vengevine, I think has three different arts, but I would love to play like Vengevine if they print one more art of Vengevine. You have a deck with all four of the Vengevine all arts. All four arts, yeah. Yeah, so like I have one Vengevine of every single art. Because right now there are three different arts. Technically four if you include the, there's an extended art version. But it's the same eh. art, just, you know, expanded. I'd call that cheating if you... Uh... I'd, I'd call that cheating too. Yeah. But yeah, I could just get that art regular and then... I would have to spring for a World Cup qualifier art, 
which kind of hurts because it's like such a specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like the normal card you could pick up for ten, and this is like thirty, forty dollars for this, like because of the art and its <laughs> foil and from a cup qualifier. So like right. only people who qualified for the cup were given a copy. It was like, <laughs> it was <just> like <laughs> what, like two hundred people? I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, anyways, I digress. We're gonna get into all of the new Capenna previews now. So, super exciting stream. There are five shards. There are five houses. They are Obscura, which is Esper colors. Black, white, blue. Caporetti, which is Naya colors. Green, white, red. Maestros, which is Grixis colors. Red, black, uh, blue. The Riveteers, which is the Jund colors. Green, black, red. And then the Brokers, which is Bant colors. White, uh, blue, green. Now, I love when they get back to these shards and stuff, because a lot of times, uh, it happened like in Strixhaven, for example, you had like the Boros color combination, but then they like threw Boros into like this brand new thing. They're like, look what right. we can do now. Yeah, and they yeah, totally yeah. did okay. that here, where it's like everything you expect those colors to do, they like tie in that flavoring here and there, but they're, they have free reign to say like, no, screw it, in this set. And this three color pair yeah. does this now, and it's awesome because it gives, especially for something like Commander, where like now we have this three color pairing that has this whole new side to it, so it's, it's really awesome. Uh, they did that, I would argue, with like only two of the houses, maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> but still, it happened a little bit, so we'll, we'll pepper it, throughout. but you, you don't need, yeah, to do like anything crazy with it. You just need like a little bit of a new twist on it to be like, oh, that's interesting. White is the best ramping color now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't need to do what that. What the hell? <laughs> no, they didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start with the Obscura. Uh, this is the Esper Colors. This might be my favorite new commander of all of them. Uh, they're, the, all the head of the houses are demons, which is kind of cool. I don't know how much that matters. Uh, so this is, I think, our first ever Sphinx demon. Rafine, the scheming yeah. seer, is a 1-4 flying with ward 1 for just the Esper colors. So white, blue, black. So three mana. And it says, whenever you attack, target attacking creature connives X, where X is the number of attacking creatures. And connive is a super cool mechanic. It's just draw, I mean... It's just draw X cards, then discard X cards. So when it connives X, say I'm attacking with five creatures, I connive five. If I connive five, I will draw five cards and discard five cards. And then I put a 1-1 counter on that creature for each non-land card discarded this way. So it's a, a looter. We know what looting does. This is just It's an eluding ability. But it's going to put counters whenever you've discarded non-land cards so it gives you benefit to say if you give have gotten rid of some strong cards i also love it because a lot of times looting really sucks when you have no cards in hand because now you loot and you have to get yeah yeah really it's not it doesn't do this at least gives you an extra benefit it's saying like hey if that card was a non-land though it's also giving you counters right which is really strong so i really like this guy i could see me I have a white-black counters deck already out of the uh, Brina. And I could see me trying to bump that up to blue and, uh, you know, tacking Rafine as the head commander now. 
uh, I actually am using like Felisa for the most part. I've found, and it just like I literally could probably play Rafine, edit the mana base to include blue, and play the deck. Right, yeah. <laughs> it probably works great. <laughs> yeah, and like the interesting thing with this, I think, kind of like putting a little new spin on it is traditionally Esper colors, particularly in Commander, aren't really like creature focused. And you right, do... that's what, what was so exciting about the black white counters right. guys too. It's just like they okay, were also we... not usually creature focused. Creatures, yeah. I it's like they're usually I more having huge like, creatures. Yeah, and they're usually more about control and stuff. And this looks like okay. You're, whenever you're talking about discarding cards, the first thing you should think of is like I'm going to use my graveyard as a resource. So right, even if you have to loot away all your cards, you're like I get some stuff, and basically that's just drawing cards anyway because i yep. put them in my graveyard for my eight other things to to work with this seems pretty cool it's really cool also keep in mind all madness effects are in play here right uh, this is telling you that you get to discard them so that that's that will add the counter because you discarded it and you still get to play it off of the madness there's there's a lot of really cool things i like this connive mechanic a lot yeah and like just think just think about this like let's say you tack you it just says whatever you attack. So this creature doesn't have yep. to attack. Nope. You have like 10. Which is like, I love effects like that, right? Where your commander can come into play and it's basically not reliant on him doing all this shit. Yeah. And like, okay, let's say you, you made a bunch of tokens with like White Sun Zenith or something. You play it, attack with 10 tokens. You draw 10 cards, discard, let's say five of them because you, you drew bad are, are, uh, are non-lands. Then everything becomes plus five, plus five. Not That's everything. Insane. Target, target. Oh, target, target. Uh, for only each one, token. Only yeah, one. Yeah, you get thing. so you get one. Okay, I misread. So that. one thing will become big. Yeah, I think that would be pretty broken if it was like all attacking creatures got the got the uh, power. Yeah, it would just be it to kill this thing on site. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like the way it's phrased. Isn't it, it is a little. I I do. You have to target whatever you're going to connive onto right away. I do wish you could have like delayed that trigger a bit to see like how many you get or, or yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, exactly. So like, you know, before blockers or even during blockers, like Hmm. which ones I'm going to put the counters on. Uh, Obviously that's, that's asking a lot. Uh, Connive is really cool. I'm really, I'm really enjoying the connive. Because even if the, let's say you say, okay, I'm going to target this creature and then I kill it. You still get to connive. You just don't get the counters benefit on it. So at, at least you still get to draw and discard stuff. I also love the Ward 1 tacked on to him. Yeah, yeah. Because Ward 1 like... is like not ridiculous enough that everyone's going to groan and complain, right? The yeah. Ward 1 is just so, so small that it's like no one's going to be like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I got Ward 1. <laughs> oh, I hate this stupid Ward McCann. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it's just enough that, like, that's going to matter. That's going to yeah. matter a lot. Like, Ward Eddie helps just because, like, you know, people just let, like, I'm going to leave up my one white for Swords to Plowshares because I'm going to do all this other stuff. I'm going to yeah. make sure I can cast this card. It's like, well, now you can't target my Now you can't. Gotta, be, gotta have two man up now. Yeah, yeah. And that makes a big difference. So I, I really like that as just that extra little tic tacky thing to be like don't don't hit my guy though <laughs> uh, and this thing could just become huge it could be ah man never underestimate how big this thing can become uh, like it's the same thing as brina i've played brina a bunch now and like it's common i go around i mean it's a little bit different with brina because she gets bigger off of other people's attacks 
So it's like not out of the question that after a round, after you've played Brina, after a round around the table, you have like a six, seven <laughs> flyer in play and you're like, holy crap. That's like kind right. of common. Um, but yeah, but, Rafine's works the same way. Yeah. And I love, I love that. Like you, you obviously can wait to see how big Rafine can get before you target again, before damage is resolved and everything. But I kind of like the idea if it's just like, Ooh, I have this like I can deal five damage to Rafine, and it, it attacks me, and maybe I already have like six commander damage. It's like ah, <laughs> I can't. That thing's big now. Yeah, it's Rafine, got a it's nice like, stats. I, might die. I like the one four stats. One four. That's a that's a that's a big enough booty. And then if you yeah. get three counters on it at some point, yeah, that's like, like a four seven, not just four seven flyer. It's not yeah, right. You just block forever, which is really comfortable and nice yeah. in commander. So I really like that. Uh, and, and meanwhile, you, you don't have to attack with her. You don't have to attack until attack, you're ready to go. And you're still going to connive. So, yeah, super cool card. The other uh, that is going to be the head leader of the Obscura Commander deck. We don't yet know what the uh, decks entail, per se. But we have the face commanders to look at. So we're going to look at this one. is Kamiz, the Obscura Oculus. One white, blue black so a four mana two four legendary creature cephalid rogue that's a cool type a cephalid cephalids lots of cephalids creature type uh and it has a very very long text box of confusingness so <laughs> whenever you attack target attacking creature can't be blocked this turn so very, very similar to rafine's trigger so far right it's like it doesn't require your commander to attack but right when it comes into play whenever you're attacking you can make it Target a creature, not be able to get blocked this turn. Only triggers off of your attack so far. It connives, it says after that. Now, I believe it's only conniving one, so you're just going to... Because it doesn't say... Yeah, I it think... It just I, says it connives, so I believe it's connive one. I It should probably state It probably should, one, yeah, if there's because other... Because it's clearly a, a keyword ability that... Uh, it tells you how many cards to draw and discard, yeah. Uh, that's kind of annoying that it just says it connives and not connives one. Uh, then choose another attacking creature with lesser power. That creature gains double strike until end of turn. So like only really useful if you have two things attacking and also one of those things has to be smaller. It's super, super obscure, like obscura, you know, yeah. super obscura. <laughs> Whoa. I think, yeah, this seems <laughs> way too complicated to do what you want it to do. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think uh, this is just bizarre. Because, like, imagine you have a 2-2 two, two and this creature out, 2-4. You attack with both of them, and it'd be like, okay, I'm going to connive for this one, and if I discard a non-land card, then I can make another creature right. double strike. Right, and it makes this card bigger, which makes it a power bigger. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A lot has to go right. And like, and the, at, and at this point, yeah, you're still you're attacking with two creatures. You're attacking with two creatures. One's unblockable, and the other one is smaller, and it, it has double, double but it has double strike. So it's like, but I want to put the one one counter on the thing with has double strike now. <laughs> this uh, is a bizarre. I think this is just bad. Okay, I won't disagree with you because I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like your brain was like. Oh! Okay. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I would like to argue for the card, but Eric, I don't think I, don't, I can. I don't think, <laughs> I think it's a yeah. bad card. I think uh, it costs a lot of mana for this guy, and um, 
And I don't yeah. think he is going to ever, like, do what you want. I mean, let's erase a bunch of the text on the card. I think what you can count on, right, is playing him and you at least you get something unblockable. Maybe right. that's good enough? I think that if, like, if that's what you're counting on to be good, then he's fine. Yeah, you just spam an enchantment, like, whenever, like, a creature yeah. attacks. You're just looking for your commander to be that, uh... What do you what do you call you know any of those one mana make something unblockable for the turn artful yeah. dodge, if that's all you wanted your commander to be to begin with so that you could get light steel through and it can't be blocked, all right that could be a commander that works. Yeah, it does. Does any other? I guess if you want these colors and maybe you want to do like a, you know uh, uh, a trigger theme where you're triggering on dealing combat damage and just like oh. There's no commander out there that has that's more than one color that makes something unblockable for free once per turn. You're just like, this is it. This is what we got. Right. But I just, I mean, like for that reason alone, I mean, it doesn't require itself to attack, and it does make that unblockable thing also maybe bigger and loots you. So, so there are good things about it. I feel like what we'd have to do with this card is completely ignore the second part. <laughs> yeah. The you, double you, striking thing is like maybe something that comes up but i would right. ignore it building the deck yeah and it's yeah it's just weird <laughs> because it's just like okay attack with a I five five and a four four it's like five five unblockable four four double strike that sounds good this on its face and you get to draw and discard but it's like but i want i want like what if i want the five five double double strike because he has a five five yeah okay i think like you just that. gotta ignore that time. i feel like i actually do like this guy as a I don't like when people block my stuff. So I'll play my guy. You can't block this. It gets through. It does what it needs to do. I, I like it for that. I think for that right. reason, I'd be okay with it. So I don't know. There's some. There's some something to play around. I'll I'll uh, I'll play around with Kamiz and see if I I like what it's doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a right. rogue, so you can make a rogues theme with like the Could prowl mechanic theme? and stuff. But yeah, again, I would I would completely ignore. It strike yeah and just let that come up when it's gonna come up <laughs> yeah i imagine if you make this you're gonna be like someone's gonna be like hey by the way what do you what do you target with double strike you go oh oh yeah <laughs> sure my two two is double strike now <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah. it's just gotta be circumstantial like oh good all right i think it's double strike and that'll cool. push it through that's pretty sweet um because actually that's like that doesn't that's not even that good right that's like that's so, yeah but that's so the thing it's like if it's a 10 10 with double strike whoa yeah okay, now you're right. throwing stuff it's in gotta front of be a lesser but, power so but it's like. gonna be at least your second biggest or yeah. or or not your second biggest creature or even third or fourth and like we should also just like mention again attacking's not good in commander it's really bad in commander it's not a good thing to do in commander it is either Hence like, why most Boros commanders are real bad. They all rely on attacking. Yeah, they're, it's not a good mechanic. They're all. Uh, it's either like you, I just need something to trigger off hitting you, which does other stuff. Like I draw three cards, or I make you lose fifteen life just based on some random nonsense that happens. Right. It's not, or you're finishing the game because you built up a million tokens of saverlings. But yeah, it's not like. Not like you're attacking for five every uh, every so often. Yeah. All right, we can move on. We're gonna move on to the Capparetti, the Naya Colors. Uh, its head commander, for part of the main set, has a very clear and focused mind. It's a token deck, hooray! So this Your is favorite. Yeah, Brett the my token favorite. guy. God damn it. So one 
and Naya colors. One red, green, white. So four mana for a 5-4 cat demon. And it's so boring. Creatures you control get plus one, plus O, oh, and have vigilance as long as you control three or more creatures. Creatures you control get plus one, plus O, oh, and trample as long as you control six or more creatures. Creatures you control get plus one, plus O, oh, and have double strike as long as you control nine or more creatures. I mean, a commander, it kind of reads, have ten creatures, win game. Yeah, like, holy finisher, Batman. This is... Plus three, plus O, oh, vigilance, trample, double strike. So he himself is an 8-4 Trample Vigilance Double Strike, and so is everything else you control. I mean, you can't not kill someone yeah, this if is you pretty, have 10 creatures. This is pretty Even nuts. if they're all, if they're all one ones, they are, they are actually four ones with Double Strike. That's an insane... Vigilance that's, Trample, yeah. That's an insane amount of power. Like, it, but the weird thing card, is... The weird thing is, is with the token, the... It, the vigilance doesn't matter as much, I think, in Commander, because you're going to make a bunch of sapperlings, and they're all of one toughness, so if they get killed, or, like, if they don't kill what they're attack or what's blocking them, then they're going to die anyway, because they only have one toughness. But um, but this this is, like, one of the few legitimate finisher, like, you know, token finishers that's on a Commander. I think this that's- is going to be, like, a big problem. I think it's going to be a problem. Well, I don't know about problem, but it's going to be annoying. So yeah, the whole point of this commander, right, is that you're never going to play him on turn four. <laughs> yeah, It's going to sit in the command zone all game long until this dude has 10 things out, and then he's going to go, Jetmir, I win. Yeah, th- I think the biggest problem is, since it's the commander... Like, it's like, you, it's you Crater could... Hoof in the command zone. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. And usually, when they have 10 creatures out, you're like, well, ho- what, we just have to fade Crater Hoof, or I'm going to wait and counter yeah, Crater Hoof. But, he but this is like, okay, it's turn 10 now. I'm just going to play it again for <laughs> my, uh, using my other six mana. Like, yeah, just this play guy's it annoying twice. as hell, man. Like, as much as I hate token decks, I hate this... I Yeah, I hate this guy. It's going to be... Fuck this guy. It's yeah, so boring. It's this is one of those specifically like when there's a finisher or like part of a combo because this kind of feels like it's the other half of a combo. Like this is why like Brea is so annoying is the finisher is the commander, so you just can't right. get rid of yeah, it. Brea. Yeah, and and if you ever do kill Brea, Brea will cast herself again and and just have more fuel. <laughs> like yeah, gives exactly. herself fuel back. So it, I think it's gonna kind of be like that because that that's the. That's the most annoying part about these commanders that are finishers is they're just like you, you, yeah. like half of the half of the deck building or half of the luck of trying to draw your finisher is just solved for you. And like this is really annoying too, I should say, because as a main set card, none of this text matters. Being in the main set, like this is a commander card. That they could have nerfed it down for Commander. Like, in the main set, all of this text is fine, because it's textless. You're never going to have ten creatures in Standard. There, oh, Maybe in Standard, but, like, never in any other constructed format. Yeah, I think... Is this ever going to matter? This is It's, like, where we could basically ignore the first two lines, other than the power. In I think, basically, yeah, Standard is just going to ignore the last two lines. Because, like, yeah, sure. Because you need two other creatures to give it plus one, plus oh, and vigilance. Yeah, so the first line of text easy. But and yeah, like, it is still a 5-4, and it will be, like, you know, 6-4 vigilance, six, which four, isn't yeah. bad. But, yeah, it's, it's like, clearly this should have been, like, the commander face card or something. Like, 
It's like, like print more co- cool cards that are meant for standard. We'll figure it out. Rocks Commander players were not that smart, but we're smart enough to figure it out. <laughs> but like, yeah. it's just like, ah, oh man. Yeah, it's because if the person who is excited about playing standard, they're going to open this and be like, useless. <laughs> it's like a dollar fifty. <laughs> yeah. Annoying. Well, let's go on to their, let's see if their face commander is any more interesting. I will say it's creature type is more interesting. <laughs> so this is Kit Kanto, the Mayhem Diva. Also its name, incredible name. The Mayhem Diva. That's it. awesome. <laughs> One, a red, a green, and a white. So four mana again for a three, three cat bard druid. <laughs> so yeah, never mind. Cat bard druid, an incredible, incredible creature type. Uh, when it enters, create a 1-1 green and white citizen creature token. So it kind of comes in as a 3-3 with a 1-1 tacked on. And at the beginning of combat on each player's turn, so again, this is one of those commanders that, you know, right away after you play her, it, it can trigger and do its thing. You may untap two untapped creatures you control, which is convenient because as you play her, uh, she gives you the second thing. So you tap use two her untapped creatures, yeah. Yeah, so you could tap her and the citizen that she came mm-hmm. in with. Uh, and when you do target creature, that player controls. So it's going to be one you control at this point if uh, you're tapping. Or actually. Yeah, because so it's, it's on whoever's combated. It yeah, it's on, it's, on, it's on their turn. That Then you're going to give target creature that they control. So it's on your turn and you tapped your creatures down. It'll be one of your creatures. Uh, they get plus two, plus two and gain trample until end of turn. And they're goaded, which means they have to attack. And uh, they have to attack someone that's not you if they can. So another play on the goad mechanic. Uh, this one seems pretty good, at least. Yeah. As at least it gives your team plus two plus two and trample <laughs> at the towards the end of the game when goad doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and so I, I like this one for goad because too many times it's like I cast an aura on some on an opponent's creature. It gives it plus three plus zero. Oh, Hexproof and goad or something. And it's like <laughs> that's awesome when Until... it's one on one, and now I can, I can I just get that aura back real quick? Can I just snag that back for you? Um, but this it's like okay, I don't have to go the people. Yeah, I this one I should say definitely of all the goads they've ever made so far, this definitely gives you the most control over when you have goaded something. Yeah. Now, there is stuff like Mauricio of Breaker of the Coils in the same exact color, same costs. It's definitely stronger uh, overall because it goads everything someone controls, right. which is nuts. But this definitely gives you a lot more control over when you're goading stuff. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. It's cool. I don't know how powerful it's going to be because uh, that, that, that can only be so strong. You know what I mean? Like right. that, that can only be so good. But it's there, so... It is there. Uh, okay, I'm liking the obscure ones a lot better so far, but <laughs> maybe this has to do with my, my color enjoyments. We'll move on to the Naya Maestro. Naya is not black, so... I yeah, Naya has no black in it, so Brett's out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maestro's does, however, so this is the Grixis color pairing. Let's see what they got going on. Starting with their uh, head demon guy. Oh, also Jetmir was a cat demon, because they're all demons again. Of different crazy types. This one is a vampire demon noble, Lord Xander the Collector. I feel like we could almost throw him away already because he costs seven mana, which is just so much in Grixis colors to ever imagine it doing anything. But let's give him a chance. Not having green is rough. Yeah, four blue, 
black, red, so seven mana for a 6-6. And it's like only a 6-6 with no other tactical abilities so far. So like, I'm already like, ooh, <laughs> ow. Now, when he enters the battlefield, target opponent discards half the cards in their hand, rounded down. Okay. Whenever Lorzander attacks, defending player mills half their library, rounded down. Okay. And whenever Lord Xander dies, target opponent sacrifices half a Melman permanence they control rather than I just think you in particular. Rash. Yeah, right? It's like only certain opponents at any given time. I think this card's just absolute trash if you throw it away. Maybe it shows up in the 99 of decks that are like, like, oh, it's a vampire, so this. Oh, it's a demon, so this. Maybe those card types matter. Yeah. It's a big beater thing, but uh, this is going to be a trash commander. Yeah, it, it this is definitely one of the new player lessons kind of things because you look at those and all of those like seem like they should be really good like abilities, but then it's then you're gonna be you have it down. You made someone discard three cards, but you just see they discarded two lands and like a card that they couldn't play anyway because of something on the board. <laughs> and then right, it's enter the battlefield is gonna feel so lackluster. Yeah, you're gonna be like. Oh, cool. Then make them discard a bunch of stuff, but there's always useless cards you can discard. Not all the time, but yeah, enough of the time. But then you're going to attack, you're going to go to attacks, and you're going to say, well, I can't attack this guy because he's a graveyard deck. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I can't, it only helps him. I can't attack him because he has like a, a 6 7. So I'm going to have to attack you, and they're going to be like, I don't care. <laughs> He'll have my library or something. Yeah, it does not that, matter. That does, <clears throat> it feels bad, but then. Someone wipes the board. An, op- an opponent, uh, you target somebody I mean, to you sacrifice screw one opponent, but only it's non-land permanents, which thank God, because right, yeah, the, then the, every permanent would have been rough, but... awful, and, and then, then, that would definitely have been a fuck you. In yeah, um, and then like they're just going to be mad at you. <laughs> then they're yeah. going to have they're going to be mad at you and have all their best stuff, and and you probably don't have nine mana to cast this guy again. So I just just forget this guy exists unless you want him for a demon or a vampire deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll never see him ever. Uh, let's move on then to their commander card. So at least it's they they shorted it up in the commander sense because this guy's pretty sweet. And hello, the painter is a uh, black, blue, red. So just three mana now for a vampire assassin. One three with death touch. The first instant or sorcery spell you cast each turn has Casualty 2. So this is a new mechanic. Casualty 2 means you have to sacrifice something with power 2 or greater. When you do, copy the spell. So as long as you sacrifice a creature with uh, 2 power or greater, so you can sacrifice an 8 power guy, it doesn't matter. All you get from it is a single copy. So kind of. I think this guy is kind of nuts. It's great. It's a cool card. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't think it's nuts. I think it's good. It's just, just solid. Man, copying a spell for no mana investment is pretty big. No mana, yeah. You just sack a creature. It's, as long as it has... And, and it like... It's casualty too, right? Because he's only one power, so it can't be him. Yeah, so it can't be him. Short it up that way, but... Yeah, I'm 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 envisioning horror scenarios where I'm facing against like a planeswalker that can create a 2-2 zombie, and then like... Extra turn spells. Extra turn spells is the trap here, right? Well, not the trap. The yeah, it's the, the thing that's like it's probably the just the best. Extra turn thing. spells are always the fucking <laughs> like know. fuck them, right? They like they, they wizards should learn to stop printing them is what wizards should do. Exactly. 
Like, because they've always been broken over the course of all of Magic's history, always. And also, this is so to be perfectly honest, this is the first time I'm reading any of these cards. And but the a cool way to really uh, turn a a, a, a reanimated deck into Turbo Drive is, you know, cast a reanimation spell, sack one of your creatures that you've already reanimated. Now, <laughs> you, now you can just reanimate both. Copy the spell, reanimate things. both anyway. Yeah. Get the death Super trigger cool off as something. a reanimator guy. I agree. Yeah. That's a sick way to build this guy. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be some sick builds of Van Hillo. I think he's. I cool. think so too, because you could you could really lean into the spell thing, creature thing. I I wish that yeah, your I deck's going to need a good balance of both, which makes it difficult. It's not like it's not a slam dunk by any means. Right. This like it requires a lot of setup. And I I wish I love the casualty thing being two or greater, mostly because you know it's just easy to make one ones like there's yes. the yeah if it was casualty one black, this thing would be so a bunch dumb. of black snakes running around or throwing I'm also away. glad the casualty mechanics not like you copy it for as the bit as big as the power is you yeah know I mean? yeah like, it's just like, <laughs> like, like if you sacrifice an eight power thing copy it three times it'd be like good god can we just not like mm-hmm. one was enough and and it is enough so this guy's good also yeah. shouldn't be discounted it's nice to have a death touch commander yeah there's a lot of really good cards that just end up working well with the death touch commander like incidentally yeah it's like your commander deals one damage to all other creatures and it's like well boom they're all dead dead then (laughs) yeah i and just having a death touch creature is like is pretty big deal like a lot of commander especially if it's combat focus is about like getting trample or flying or something but like there's times when that person just doesn't have those cards in their hand or haven't played them yet and it's just like i have a 12 12 well can't attack this guy because he has a death time <laughs> and i spent eight mana to create this thing i'm gonna attack somebody else it's just like cool this commander yeah. also just gave me 12 play yeah sometimes you're afraid to attack into that guy and it's like yeah i'll trade him off i'll cast him later for five mana i don't you know, right no, no skin off my back that's fine i'm not ready to copy my big spell yet anyway i'll trade for your guy that's gonna ruin your plan right now mm-hmm. so and hello gets high marks from us at least they got one good guy. And that's their commander deck, so we'll see what those look like later on. Uh, we'll move on to the Riveteers, which is the Jund colors. Doesn't the Riveteers doesn't sound very intimidating to me? Like, we're the Riveteers. Like, yeah, they sound, like, right, they sound like a ragtag team. of Like, like an old-timey baseball club <laughs> from, like, the cool Well, is, it, is that because of uh, the Riveters? What's her name? Yeah, Rosie the Riveter. Rosie yeah. the Riveter, right? Yeah, that's like what you think of. And, it, and that is what they're the theming Riveteers. is, honestly. Is, is Rosie or I'm, the I'm also thinking that's of Rocketeers, I think. Yeah, but. Yeah. Well, Rosie the Riveter, though. That, that's like their thing. It's like they're the working women. Yeah. They're the working type folk. Uh, so their head dr- demon, though, is a demon dragon. That's got that's kind of cool. They have a demon dragon in oh, charge. Yeah. Ziatora, the incinerator. Three black, red, green for a 6 6 flyer. So, fine stats. It's normal. I think you could end up seeing Zeotora as, like, in all the dragon demon decks ever. But, like, not on her own. But here's what she does. At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another creature. When you do, Zeotora the Incinerator deals damage equal to that creature's power to any target. And you create three treasure. So, it doesn't care what the... It cares what the power is for the damage. Doesn't for the treasures. You're always getting three treasures, which is a huge amount of treasure. You ramp three every turn. <laughs> every turn. By sacking a creature. I, yeah. But the, no problem. You're also dealing damage. And you get 
back the mana that you would have had to spend recasting it. I mean, this is a great card in Commander. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. This is a good card in Commander. Like, that sack ability means it could, like, take out other people's Commanders. It's like it's like a kill spell on other people's Commanders, and it ramped you three. Right. Uh, yeah. This, it's great. This, this, is, this is a really good card. This is a good card. Good card. I think you could do interesting things with it, but for the most part, you're just kind of going to be playing creatures and uh, yeah. and making treasures, yeah. and that's good to do. In you just look at everything, flying, 6-6, six, six, that's good. Six mana, you'd like it to be a little less, but whatever. Kill stuff, all right. Kill. It does have to make it to your end step, so it gives uh, it gives it gives people a chance to respond before it ever gets there. Right. That definitely matters. You know, it's not. I think. Well, I guess even when it's beginning of combat, you could respond before the combat trigger. Yeah, goes you can off, respond right? before the combat and yeah. stuff, but. But definitely uh, fine that it's at the end. Eh, it's it, maybe it should be a. Upkeep trigger. I like the uh, I like the political nature of it too because it's like at least it's a choice, you know. Because you can sacrifice. It is a your choice, right? Yeah, it's a, it to says kill May, this planeswalker. So you don't or, even have to sacrifice either. Yeah, too. I wish you could sacrifice it to itself. So at least it's just like, oh, it's a six mana kill spell ramp thing. In case you just have no other creatures on the board. That's. Yeah, I uh, I actually like your point there. It, yeah, because like, why not? At least they lose their Zeatora at that point. But yeah, mm-hmm. they dealt six to something, and they got right. three treasures back. In the commander, is that too good? Because then you cast it like every single time. It, but always gives you it would only work mana. like two twice, but then yeah, it would be it too high. because you have to consume all the treasures to cast <laughs> yeah. it the second time. Because you would you'd get three, use two. Get three, so a total of four. Use those four, Use four. and now you have yeah. zero. Um, but that then you might get three. Then you get three. Then you get three, but you need <laughs> six. But you need uh, six. Yeah. But by that time, you have more mana. But yeah. But I think if they could sack itself, probably I don't know. If it felt like they added the treasure thing, so it could sack itself, and maybe they were worried about those kinds of lines where they're just yeah. like, ah, you're just going to keep. It's like this. it only triggers once each turn too. It's yeah, not, exactly. It's not like it's not like this thing's doing this all the time, which I like that as well. I like that it's only ever possibly happen once each turn. Right. Yeah. Or we get out of control. So it's fine. It's a cool card. It's it's, it's strong. Cool. Good card. Um. All right. We'll go on to their their head of their commander deck. I like the name of this one. Yeah, Henzi sweet. Quotations. Toolbox. Torre. <laughs> <laughs> He's the toolbox man. How many? Like it's kind of funny because like the the comma usually delineates the nickname like Kit Canto yeah. comma and Mayhem hello Diva. the painter <laughs> yeah exactly so, yeah Mayhem Diva right yeah all that's the, the rest nickname. of them Obscura Oculus right they all had that and then and the last one we'll go over is the pulverize but like yeah this one Toolbox Torre Toolbox. yeah all right this is the first uh, magic card with quotation marks in it probably not but I, I doubt it. Yeah, uh, so this is a black, a red, and a green for a Devil Rogue, 3-3. Three, three. Each creature spell you cast with mana value 4 or greater has Blitz, so another new mechanic card. So they threw all the new mechanics to like... Yeah, uh, these were lousy with them. What they did. So Blitz uh, is basically like the old dash, but it's going to add one little extra thing. Uh and its blitz cost is the same as its mana cost, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it doesn't give you a discount. It's still right, saying yeah, you have to pay it, its so, cost. <laughs> yeah. But you can blitz it instead. What, well, what we'll see if it's it. a discount. 
Yeah, all that Blitz does. Oh yeah, that's true. That's, that, 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 you're right. Uh, but the Blitz, what it does for you is it gives it haste, and it also gives it the text when the creature dies, draw a card, and it says sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. So where Dash kind of returned it to your hand, this one yeah. it's going to sack at the end of turn, but it's going to draw you a card when you sacked it. Now also Henzi the toolbox story says blitz costs you pay costs one less for each time you've cast your commander from the commands on this game so when you play him you played him that means you played him a single time so it does give you a one mana discount on all your creatures at least for its blitzing costs only this seems super cool it seems super cool. It's definitely yeah. not broken in any not way. Broken. That four like, mana value restriction on it. Four mana, is... yeah, right. You can't just kind of blitz everything. It's only going to give creatures with the really high mana cost blitz. It's only going to get out of control when Tories come out like six times. And but that, like, yeah. I actually looking at him. I don't think he's good at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think. I think he's less good than the Obscura guy. Oh, I think he's. I think he's better than the Obscura guy. I think... But you had I, very low remarks for the Obscura I had very low remarks, <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, it's kind of funny that I'm the one explaining this, but I just think the the sacrificing your creature at the end of combat to draw a card, I think that's a benefit in the decks that you're building around. Like, Could be. I think you're throwing stuff in and the yeah, graveyard. And I, I love that it gives you the card draw. Yeah, there. it gives you a card back. It Yeah, it's annoying that, like... You're, it, yeah, the, the, it's, you play this on three and then you like blitz something also for three, but you can blitz something at five mana value for something. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's going to lead to some, like, you're going to be excited about playing it and then you're going to play it. You're like, ah, I feel like I'm just a turn slow. Um, it's, it, I will say looking at this guy though, it's going to be hard for you to land any kind of battlefields that matters. Like, yeah. Yes, you're going to be slightly scary on your attack step, and then you're going to look at your field and have zero creatures or tapped creatures, and you're going to be like, right, mm, yeah. I'm open to get destroyed, and I yeah. spent all my mana to blitz a dude. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't see him being too strong, but it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's but, cool. I'll be yeah. interested. I'll be but interested. that's kind of right where we want. Something that's yeah, cool, it's true. not it's broken. True. We're like, it's yeah. cool, definitely not broken. So, uh... But to me, it also looks kind of boring, right? It, I, I don't know. That's the I don't know. thing I, about him. It's like all it does is the, like, give my guy haste. Well, I think the uh, you're right, it, but I think the the pattern is the thing that's cool and new. Not necessarily like the sure at the it only really yeah. affects the attack step. But yeah, like, I, what do I do I'd now with these creatures now that right. they're dead? I don't know that it changes too much, but yeah, but you could be right. It could change the entire like well, you could, yeah, that's could be that's a totally yeah. new play style. I don't know. Well, yeah. Just I, looking at him, I'm not like, oh yeah, it'll be totally different to me. I'm right. like, hmm, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah, like obviously you'll you'll play creatures, you use the attack step, and they'll go yeah. to the graveyard. Other commanders do that, but I just right. it's, it's a new way of doing it. Right, right, right. Yep. So I'd be curious to see how different it really plays. Absolutely. All right, we're moving on to the last house, major house, the brokers, and this one is definitely the one that I mentioned. Like they do something completely different than they've ever done. This is like. So this is in the Bant coloring, and Bant coloring is very much known for like you know auras, enchantments, yada 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 yada. Right. Not the brokers. <laughs> <laughs> the brokers are like totally different. Uh, they're like kind of in like what I would feel like is it colors would be 
wanting to do. Yeah, this is like the this mechanic is very typically is yeah, it or mono blue or something. So pretty pretty cool. So we're going to start with the uh, lead singer here in the main set, Falco Spara, the Pact Weaver. One green, white, blue. So four mana for a three three bird demon with flying and trample. Trample, sure, why not? <laughs> it's why like sure the three, de- three? the demon dragon that's a six six, not trample. But I don't the know three why three bird. they tacked on trample. Yeah, it seems super random. It's not like this guy even gets bigger than the three three either. It's yeah. just a three three. It's just a three three. Uh, <laughs> it's just a three three. It does, however, get this shield counter. So when Falco Spara Pact Weaver enters the battlefield with a shield counter on it, what the shield counter does oh, okay. uh, is it it's like basically totem armor, but slightly different. Because totem armor cared if it was gonna get destroyed. Shield counter just cares if it's going to take damage. So, okay. So the shield counter does do. So can you explain this? Uh, Do shields counter do anything inherently? Yes, it does. Okay. It prevents the first time it's going to take damage. Or be destroyed. I think. Or be destroyed, yeah. If, if, if I cast a kill spell, right, it would get removed. Yeah. But the weird, the odd thing about it is it's not like totem armor. Whereas yeah. totem armor, uh, you know, if I'm a 3-3 and I blocked your 4-4, the totem armor would get removed. But for if I blocked a 2-2, yes, I'd kill the 2-2, but it would also remove Ooh. my shield counter. Yeah, so it's like... That 2 damage gets prevented, but it, the shield counter gets removed. It prevents... The first instance of damage it takes, or if it's going to be destroyed. Yeah, so like, I have Staff of Nin, I don't care about your shield counter at all, because I just go, tap, do one damage to your... Yeah, you can pop my shield. Pop that shield right out of there. Yes, correct, you pop the shield. If you've ever played Hearthstone, it is Divine Shield. (laughs) It is the Divine Shield mechanic from Hearthstone. It is just a one-off immunity from damage. So, slash destroyed because magic has to add the destroy because there's destroy spells in magic. So, right. but it does prevent those on the if as long as they're the first instance of what it's preventing. So looking looking at the some of the other cards spoiled from the set, there is like a plus one plus one counter theme with the uh, with the bant colors. So I'm guessing that's why it's trample. So because you so plus there one, plus are one oh yeah, yeah yeah that's probably why it's trample. That's true. He also cares about uh, just like just yeah brokers care about a bunch of counters. Yeah, they care about like having. A million different kinds of counters. They have shield counters. I think there's tons of counters in this deck. They they kind of want a bunch of different counters. Anyway, yeah, but the rest of what Sparrow Spark- yeah. Spar says, which is actually probably more interesting of the whole thing, you may look at the top card you library at any time. Okay, just stacked on there, and you may cast spells from the top of your library by removing a counter from a creature you control in addition to paying their other costs. Super flavorful, I think. Like, oh, you can yeah. you can get that card you if you want, but you got to give us a counter. <laughs> yes, you got to give me a counter, and then I'll give you the card off the top. Yeah, yeah, right. As a broker, mm-hmm. you're a broker. You're right. Trade, yeah, investment. Uh, and yeah, so I love that he could take off a shield counter if you need to cast that thing off the top. It's cool that he gets this little innate protection, but it's not a busted protection. Right. I like these shield counters. Right, they're not they like seem cool, overtly yeah. disgusting. It's like no, any instance of any kind of thing that would even hurt him removes right exactly yeah and it, it, it's like a lot of times counters feel 
bad with like stuff like proliferate because there's no way to get rid of the counter. It's like I have indestructible counter. If it said that, it would feel bad or it would feel a little worse. But it's just like I'm gonna quickly lightning bolt this creature. So when you try to proliferate the shield counter, it's gone. It's now. gone. Yeah. Uh, so there's some play to there. This seems super cool. Super cool card. Uh, I really like this guy. I think he's gonna make for an awesome, awesome command. Mostly because he, he he's like one of those commanders. I say like you could play him a million different ways. There are so many cards that work with him. Yeah. As long as you have creatures that have counters, but it doesn't matter what count any counters. Yeah, I think I well let let's be honest. Ninety nine percent of the decks are going to be plus one plus one counter theme counters, but I think but he yeah. works even better with persist guys because the persist guys or undying guys can die, come back with their counters. Falco Spara can remove those counters, cast the top card, yep. and you can have yeah. that guy die again and come back with his counter. Also, I think I would build it like a with, as a persist guy. I don't think there's that many. There's probably like five there's, or six. There's definitely enough. Colors. I think. Um, but also, I like that it says creature, just not permanent, because that way, like the easy thing to do is do uh, planeswalkers. Yeah. One a cool yeah. thing you could have done if it said permanent was sagas with lore counters, but you can't. Yeah, do that. remove the counters, bring them back. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely be- way better than it says creatures. Yeah, which kinda... is just like my fane says. Fane's the same way; you can only do it for creatures. And that's kind of why I know this guy's good, right? Because I'm playing mono black Spara, <laughs> and now well, I can play three. Fane, fane does a lot of t- different stuff. He does, he does, yeah. he does. But Spar is very much in line with Fane. Like they, I could build the deck almost the same way with those color cards. And don't get sucked into Mono Black. Fun. You're gonna make a Farah deck, and it's just gonna turn into Mono Black. I'm just Fane. gonna go back to Mono Black Fane. Well, I already have the Fane deck. Every now I can card. build a different one. That's what you said before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to expand my horizons, Eric. All right. Last but not least, the Brokers Commander deck head. Perry is he Perry? Is that his name? Perry the Perry. I always want to say Perry the platypus from the. <laughs> yep. He's hey. Perry the pulverizer though. A the three three rhino shirt. soldier for one green white blue four mana again. When Perry enters the battlefield, put a shield counter on target creature, so don't have to put it on the pulverizer. You can put it on any creature. When Perry attacks, target creature you control gains trample and plus X plus X. Where X is the oh here's one that cares about different counters like mm-hmm. I said. Where X is the number of different kinds of counters among permanents you control. This seems awesome. I've never I seen anything that cared about. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is it's the first just an attack trigger. Like whatever. No, but like who uh, who cares about that? Like, it, but this is the first commander that cares about different kinds of counters in the same deck. I wish it was like anything other than an attack trigger. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I don't know what you were gonna uh, like. It was either gonna be attack or draw cards or copy a sp- or blink a creature or something there's only so much yeah i wish it was a a more weird flavor text thing yeah but i i don't know i i think i mean there's only so many steps in the game and attacking is yeah. a very important part about that uh but like imagine you know you you get like like seven different kinds of counters and you're doing well, all this how are you stuff. getting seven different kinds of counters? Oh, there's ways. The sagas have lore <laughs> counters. Hold on. In your theoretical scenario, you went right for seven as your... Yeah. Here's your... <laughs> no. There, well, there... I, no way. No, no there, way. No, I'll seriously. give you... I'm not giving you seven. 
Oh, it's I give you seven. shield counter because you're getting that automatic. I give you one plus one plus one plus one counter because you're getting that pretty much automatic. Uh huh. I, I I can't even give you any other counters, man. Loyalty I, counters on planeswalkers. Okay, because it's permanence. So, but yeah, that means Charge you have counters. to have played. You have to have played a planeswalker as well. Oh, that's no. already that's already asking a lot. That's already asking. Are already asking a lot. That is that is the planeswalker can give you the plus one plus one counters. That's three different permanents on the battlefield that you're get that you need right now, and all you're getting me is plus three plus three and trample when I attack. That's three. It's not good. Talk about seven. I know, and you're not getting seven. I don't well, no, 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 but, but like how many Planeswalkers <laughs> also put plus one, plus one counters on things? So that's one permanent that gives you two. Okay, that's the same type of counter. So I, that you No, still loyalty and plus one, plus one counters. I know, you're still at three. You're only at plus one, plus one counter, shield counter, and loyalty. You're only at three counters. That's two permanents. <laughs> no, it's different kinds of counters. I know, but you you kept saying, "Oh, you need like a million different kinds of permanents." Oh, to do this come stuff. on! Now you're looking for a specific planeswalker. You making it? What do you mean specific planeswalker? They're all <laughs> you, over the place. You had to cho- choose one that has to give. Oh you my one god! One. There, I think. Well, you'll especially these three colors. There's tons of random enchantments, artifacts that be like put a time counter on this thing, or put a. Put a legion counter on this enchantment. Or I I do enjoy that. Like I was saying before, like I love the flavor of caring about different counters. I wish it was anything but like a single attack trigger. Well, I mean, like, that's the part that lets me down so much. I'm gonna be honest. I don't get why. I mean, Falco is essentially just a card draw thing. I wish Perry was more of that. I wish it was like, I wish it was like a reanimation spell for a permanent of mana value X or less, where X is the different count. Uh, counters among yeah, but that, that's just gonna be a, like a it, it's just as boring your way of doing that because it's just one thing it's just, it's, you need attacking triggers are triggers too Brett. <laughs> <laughs> no throw them away uh nah i'm not with you on this one I'm actually going to go, this one's the worst. No, I don't know about that. But I, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, mistaken. oh my god, I do this, think this it's is going to break open the game or anything. I do not think this card's good, yeah. I do but, not think yeah. this card is good. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's, like, amazing either. Uh, but I just think it's cool. You're it's, thinking you can get seven easily. Easy. Uh, I, I, th- <laughs> I think even that's thinking. so wrong. <laughs> I think so you could easy. get to seven, but not easily. I guess we'll see. I, I think we'll I think I, I think I could get to like in your like assumption 10. too. You're you're like I I don't know what format you're playing because in commander your stuff doesn't just stick around. That's not what happens. Right, but guess what? The stuff that does stick around has counters. <laughs> God damn it! Oh man! All right, I love it. Okay, that's that's it for all of them. But we got two more planeswalkers. Right. Wa- or not planeswalkers. What we did get. A lot of planeswalkers, but monocolored. Uh, yes, I was going to say we have two more that we're going to talk about that we were given. Uh, so two more legendaries. They're both in mono colors. Uh, the most exciting of which. So I think we were right in our uh, predictions that we've mentioned. Yeah. Cats out of the bag. Praetors are back. There's putting them in in every set. So Praetors I think out of the bag. Imagine now. Uh, there's one on Dominaria. I guess right. And didn't we want Urbras too? We were like, oh, we want. Yeah, I, I was excited for Urbras. Urbras, the ones that we got here. So this is. Three red red for a four four Phyrexian Praetor with haste. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. You may play it this turn. So very red, very much in theme. And then at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, the next time they would draw a card this turn, 
Instead, they exile the top card of their library. They may play it this turn. So they still just get their card draw, but everyone gets to see it, and they have to play it that turn. Right. <laughs> I think this is sweet. This is a really cool card. It's not busted by any means. I don't right. think it's a very good mono-red commander by any means. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm seeing this across the battlefield. It makes the game pretty interesting. Yeah. It's... And all it does for them is, like, give them a 4-4 haster that, like, sem- pseudo-draws them two cards a turn, but yeah, not really. Yeah, it is kind of like your, uh, just your, you know, uh, Staff of Nin or something like that, where it just draws you an extra card. Um, I, it's more like, uh, what's the black, the prosper. It's more like prosper tonebound, right? We're like, yeah, you get that yeah, one extra card yeah. and like, you can cast get, it. Prosper's better than this guy. <laughs> Frenzy Narita, you know, pick, yeah. pick any one of those things. But, um, but yeah, I think it's, I think this is going to play better than it looks. Because I don't know, like, uh, like, especially against control decks. Where they just want to draw, like yeah, I just want to draw. That's three gonna cards suck go. for them to like reveal their counter spells and be like, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> and then they're not even gonna be able to play it. Uh, yeah. You know, that's where. So I think this thing really though shines in like the the sixty card two v two formats, right? We'll get like bring it in in your red deck against control, where it like really screws some of their draws. Yeah, they can't keep their answers for your turn. Yeah, they have to spend their mana right now, so they're gonna be tapped out. Yep. It's really cool. Well, yeah, that or, yeah. Because they could still draw their extra cards on their other, you know, parts right. of it. And still have some cards in hand. But it's it's still good. It's going to yeah, be such a good, it pre- good play. It, then at that point, yeah, you just you still prevented a card. And it yeah. kind of sucks that, um, now this does, oh, this is, I guess, a replacement effect. But, like, all mm-hmm. those cards that are, like, a ton of the most efficient tutors are instants that put a card on top of your deck. Like you mm-hmm. play yes. those like mystical, mystical tutor tutors, or vamp yep. tutor or something. So yep. I mean this doesn't stop it. You still get the opportunity to play it. But like, man, if they mystical tutor for Cyclonic Riff, that feels real bad. I mean they won't do that because this will be out. <laughs> but uh but yeah, it forces them to Does it feel that bad? Because they can still cast the Cyclonic I know, but but it's their turn instead of waiting until end of Riff Oh, fair go. enough. Yeah, it disrupts when they were going to want to play yeah. it, maybe. Yeah, and then they have to I mean, sometimes you want to play it. A, Psychonic Rift's one of those ones that, like, on your turn, yeah, yeah, it's it, still it, really good. It doesn't do nothing, <laughs> Then yeah. you do attack for <laughs> But, man, you, do you really want to pay seven mana just to bounce the whole board for a turn? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes, yeah. Actually, in Commander, I would say almost definitely yes. Sure, uh, yes, but... Yeah. No, still, it's, really cool. I, I, it's valid. It's, it, I, it's, it, this is a cool Praetor. I, I like this one. I'm glad... Man. I don't want any more busted Praetors, man. So I'm glad that this one is not just like obscenely stupid. Right. I'm glad it wasn't like you get an extra card and they get no card their turn. Like, yeah, like you, so this could have easily been, you steal essentially like the first card that to draw each turn or something. Yeah, it's like, like you get it and you're like, what the hell? Like, so, hey. What do I do? I can't draw anymore? That's so dumb. Right. Uh, the other one that we got is Jaxus the Troublemaker. Three and a red for a 2-3 human warrior. Uh, it's got a red and tap. Discard a card. Create a token that's a copy of another target creature you control. It gains haste. And when this creature dies, draw a card. And you have to sacrifice it at the beginning of your next end tap. Activate only as a sorcerer. So it's basically tap blitz, blitz something. Yep. Tap blitz something. Uh, can't be legendary because, I mean, it can be. 
It can yeah. be legendary. Sorry. It changed my mind. It can be legendary, but you just don't get the attack or anything like that off of it. Yeah. But still... You, it still enters the battlefield. All, if you copy the legendary, you would get... It's it's enter the battlefield effect, and then you would get uh, draw a card because it says to draw a card when it dies. Mm-hmm. So you would get those two things. So that, that could be fine. It also has blitz for two. So you can... And you can blitz from the command zone. It doesn't say you can't. It says you cast the spell for its blitz cost. So you can blitz it from the command zone. Blitz would still have to obey the tax rules of Commander. You can't just Blitz for two mana forever. It would cost two, then it would cost four. Yes, because you're still cost... casting it. You're it's still just for an ultimate cost. It. Yep. So it could be cool to, like, Blitz it onto the battlefield and then, like, Blink it to stay if, if you're yeah. going to do something like that. But it's just a decent card. It's I think it would probably show up more in 99 as a as an one another one of those cards that could create tokens of creatures. Right. Yeah, like, wow. um, yeah, there's, you know, at, at its minimum, it says red, tap, discard a card, draw a card. Like, at the minimum. So I think, here's here's the best play from Jax's though. For three mana, what this card says in red, for three mana, this card is a, create a token copy of a creature you control that has haste and can attack and draw two. Right. For three mana. That's insane in red. Yeah. Because Jackson's going to die, draw you a card. The token's going to die, draw you a card. So you made a token copy of a creature you controlled for three mana and drew two cards. That's a really good card. Yeah, that's pretty So great. I see this card going in a lot of 99 of red. Oh, uh, yeah. Any card, any deck that has like red in it and has entered the battlefield, you're like, oh, I don't have any of the like i don't have kiki jiggy or can't do the, th- yeah. the triple yeah i would like you be like all right man for evaluating this card, i would ignore the entire top half of the card and just like look at the abilities themselves <laughs> literally like ignore the creature part of the card and just yeah. use the text box it's, this is this is a two mana sorcery <laughs> two mana sorcery create a token copy of a creature draw two oh I'm in. You get I'm to fucking in. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Create a token with haste. Draw two. And it that works with all these so token good. synergies. So if you have a parallel lives out, draw more cards. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Jaxus is so cool. Used as just that spell. <laughs> as a sorcery yeah. spell, Jaxus is awesome. As a creature, I'm like, meh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, this is this is not built to <laughs> to, to. I'll play rumble. it as a three mana spell, please. Hey, it's a warrior, Eric, and we know in parties, warriors one of the party types. I'm still just not. Because... We may be getting parties soon, everyone. We also have a few. Do you want to go through the Baldur's Gate spoiler ones? There's only like one commander from it. Sure, you know, let's do the uh, Baldur's Gate ones. Yeah, the Baldur's Gate commander that they printed was Minsk and Boo, Timeless Heroes. I don't know why they jumped so far ahead to announce Baldur's Gate. This is a set that comes out in June. We're two months out from this set being a thing. And they were like, here's cards! <laughs> <laughs> you so wanted announced... cards like, yes, for the next set. Yeah. yeah, but here's the one after, way after that. That's commander only. Like, what the hell? So this is the next commander legend set. Uh, they announced they're going to reprint all the Battle Bond lands. Lands that were like up in the 20 to $40 range already, right. which is like, good lord. That's how many people play Commander, by the way. So, great reprint there. Uh, they're like, you know, 
amazing lands for Commander. They're just There's everything good, yeah, you want for dual Commander. Lands. They're just dual lands that come in untapped. They are essentially the original <laughs> yeah, yeah. lands. Uh, so Minskin Boo is the one that they previewed as a commander. This is a Planeswalker commander. Two red-green for legendary Planeswalker Minsk. Can be your commander, though. When Minskin Boo enters, you, at the beginning... Oh, when it enters, and at the beginning of your upkeep, you may create Boo, a legendary 1-1 red hamster creature token, with trample in haste. <laughs> I like that also, like... So it comes in, it gives you boo right away, and then I think your upkeep you could be like, I want a death trigger for some reason, and you can create another boo. And right, kill you the block other boo. or something. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you could block and boo goes away and you get boo back. But also, if you have boo already, it doesn't say if you don't create boo. It's like, you can just create boo anyway. You can just, there. You can just so do it. So if boo's yeah. there, it doesn't matter. Just create another boo. This what boo if it has a, haste anyway? Right, yeah. One boo got arrested. So <laughs> just sack the other boo. It gives you a free sack trigger. Um, it has a plus Someone one. Someone steals Boo to make one for yourself. <laughs> plus one is put three plus one plus one counters on up on up to one target creature with trample or haste. <laughs> so instantly sure. make that Boo a four four, and then it has a minus two. It starts with three loyalty, by the way, and then minus two is sacrifice a creature. When you do, Minskin Boo Timeless Hero deals X damage to any target, where X is that creature's power. If the sacrifice creature was a hamster, draw X cards. Hey, are you telling me that we found another Masquid Nexus? We found yet another Masquid Nexus deck, which turns everything into hamsters. Into fish. hamsters. Hamster tribal. Watch out. Incredible. Uh, it's a cool card. I-, I like that there's no ultimate. That makes me feel good right. uh, to face down a uh, Planeswalker that doesn't have an ultimate that says we all lose the game, because that would just be so stressful. So I like... Minsk and Boo. I think they're cool. It's cool. It's a cool card. Alright. That, that was it for all that. That's, 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 that's all we wanted to talk about. We'll, we'll get to those cards in June. We won't see them again for a while. The other two are honestly not even that good. So I don't think they're really worth talking about. But. Uh, hey, Brett, I'm reading on our outline what our next D&D podcast is. Well. Why would that change what you're going to say, Eric? Why? Would well, it because it's metagaming. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, we're going to talk about metagaming in D&D. D&D in, in D&D, not in podcasting. Not in podcasting? Well, I mean, <laughs> we can metagame podcasting. We're, uh, we're going to be a short, short episode then. I was, I was only prepped for metagaming for podcasting. Yeah. Good. All right. And then what about next time we get to magic? Uh, well, I think by then the, the Streets of New Capenna, Capenna complete set will be out. So we'll dive into it. It will be. The pre-release will be the very next day uh, from our recording uh, of that session. So the whole set will be released. We'll do our usual. <laughs> That'd be wild of, if it wasn't. They just were like, we're only going to give you the Yeah, the right. Well, this the is cards. all the cards you're given, and good luck in the pre-release. Good luck. There's going to be some surprises. <laughs> Yeah, so we will have the whole set to review and do our usual uh, review where we do our strongest favorites and whatnot uh, for you. Because those are fun, and they generally take us the full allotted time, even though we're just going over, like, 15 cards. Of, yeah. Well, up to a maximum of 30 cards. It ends up taking us two friggin' hours. <laughs> right. Well, fortunately, <laughs> we for the Legendaries one, we kind of did, like, half of it, I feel like. Right. We're already done with probably half the Legendaries yeah. from this set. A lot of times the monocolored Legendaries are like, this might be good in the 99 sometimes. 
Well, though, we have five commander products, though. We did five of them already. So I have no only... idea. Well, we talked about the head commanders, but like, who knows how many... Like, we know how long it takes us to go That's through those true. decks. Because they print like 17 new cards in each of these, and then we have to talk about them. Because they're, they're <laughs> the all way. impactful for, for They'll come and like, get us if we don't. Yeah, they'll come to get us. All right. That's all we got for now. Until later. Until next time. And to all you listeners out there. Party on! Party on.